real news. Welcome, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori, always here Monday through Friday, 12 to 2, live on Red State Talk Radio. Obviously, I've expanded to YouTube, I Facebook Live or Periscope Live, whichever I, I, I think I'm still doing Facebook uh, uh, today. So this is going to be a week to remember. A week to remember. So... I told you guys uh, that Roger Stone was getting pardoned on Friday. I actually thought he was going to do it, you know, during the the whole uh, rally just to make more heads explode and that there's full coverage. But, you know, that was canceled. So and I knew it was and, and, and I misspeak again saying pardon because I've always said commutation. The reason that we need a commutation of the sentence is for him to actually appeal. And I'm going to play a clip for you guys. Hold on. Let me find it. I will find it. You know, actually, I sent it to someone, so I know I will find it. So we can understand the gravity of, you know, Roger Stone's crimes. Take a listen to this little part. Ooh, is it not? Okay. Let me get to the part where it is. I think it is... Right there. Take a listen to this. This is from a few months ago. Exactly what we were seeing. Um, I mean, this is my analysis of it. And they drag you in and they reverse it. And obviously they gag you while they do it. Because I've, I've had on the receiving end an attempt to gag me too. So it's happened before. And it happens all the time. And what's crazy is, is that they bring you in with Russia collusion. Yet right now, Roger, I don't know if you know, but Mueller since uh, I think it was like August of 2016, was well aware that I had in my possessions portions of the DNC mirrored server in February and March. Did you know that? I did not. And when my private life was collapsing the same exact day, not without a minute of separation, I was served by Barack Hussein Obama's attorney three years later to come and talk about it. Did you know that? did not know that either. Yeah. And you know what's so funny? They thought that someone like me would be stupid enough to still have the computer. I mean, does Hillary own hammers only? Does she have like the patent to using hammers? The minute I released all of that information to the Department of Justice, I have nothing to provide. But he knew that. Was I called into the Mueller investigation? No, I was not. But you were. And you had none of that. You had nothing. And all you had was being you. Uh, so that was my, that's a portion of my interview with Roger Stone. For those of you that hadn't listened to it, because I've said it again and again, I had portions of the DNC server, yet no one called me. They knew I had it. There was no way they didn't know. I knew who took the RNC server. Here's the thing. And I'll tell you how I knew, how I know without saying too much. Um, so Brennan. Whenever he wanted to garner insurance, whenever he wanted to bury information or anything like that, he would create hacks. So, just like I said, one person committed suicide, three people were tried for the hack of passport data off the State Department, right? Back in 28, they announced it. Okay. Before they announced it, months before, I had removed all that information at his direction. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, 
December, December of 2016, there was a hack. And I'm using air quotes. Hopefully you can hear the air quotes from my mouth on air. There was a hack of the secure database where people file applications for clearances. There was a hack. They didn't know about this hack until six months later. Well, no. Uh, Yeah, six months later when, you know, (laughs) they got caught. So wait a minute. Millions upon millions upon millions of U.S. citizen data that has applied, been given, or denied any clearance within the United States were hacked. Again, not a hack. This is their M.O. Blame someone else for doing it. So let me take you to the DNC server. Why was it hacked? Who hacked it? How it was done? I'm going to tell you. Same M.O. That's why I had that in my possession, because I knew exactly where everything went, and I was part of those little groups. So that is how I had it in my possession. I no longer have it in my possession, but, ha, you know, MOs and all. So I just wanted to say that on Brennan, because it's going to be a pretty interesting week to come. It's going to be a week that we'll remember very, uh, for many years ahead, Uh, Many, 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 many. Now, how do we know that this is all coming full circle? How do we know that everything is going according to plan? And uh, trust their plan. Trust the plan they have. Because that's how dumb they are. They can't veer off of it because they're too dumb. See, they tell you everything you need to know. Here you go. We, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody that I will say the president also said uh, that the action by the Supreme Court was based on a hoax. Uh, He says the coronavirus is a hoax. He says the charge that Russia might be uh, up to uh, some bad stuff regarding our troops in Afghanistan is a hoax. We're going to talk about coronavirus. You're going to see how this rolls out. Because what I'm about to tell you is something that's been hiding and kind of buried in the back. But you need to know how already they are farming human beings. And this is just an introduction so that you can get your feet wet. Because what you're about to discover in the next, you know, 48 months is going to blow your mind. So it's important you have some context to it. It's not like I'm going to throw you into calculus without knowing the basics of advanced math, trig, and algebra. So here's where we start on, on the easy math. It's really the hoax in all of this with falsehoods and all the rest. And then you merchandise it. And then- Stone was the intermediary. He was the link between Donald Trump and the Trump campaign and Russian intelligence, the same Russian intelligence unit that hacked uh, Donald Trump's opponent's emails. He- yeah, I guess we were all Russian, right? Uh, Russians hacked it. It wasn't John Brennan's people that hacked it. And someone clocked on, got in the middle and played dumb. Oh, man. You know, Seth Rich was sacrificed. Yeah. He didn't die on the street. He died in the hospital. Long story. Because wait till you see how the healthcare industry, even though they're there to help us, how they work against us as well. Because nobody enters the profession to harm people. No. Never. Some of them harm people and don't even realize they're doing it. All that today, that's coming today because I think it's, uh, it's time 
to kind of get our feet wet on this. You write it, unless I see it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. Another, you know, appalling attack on the rule of law. There are two systems of justice now in America, one for uh, criminal friends of the president, uh, like Michael Flynn and now Roger Stone, uh, and one for everybody else. that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that... What she's explaining is circular reporting, what they used for the Steele dossier stuff. They're really going to work. So they're going to attack the president. And, yes. and so let's, let's, if you were to look at Adam Schiff's bill, this wouldn't have even applied to Schiff's bill. Um, and, you know, you're talking about a president who has been very careful. He's issued 10 commutations. Ob- president Obama issued over 1,000 commutations. Yeah, but he shouldn't have commuted the sentence. Yes, he did, because now it's on... Roger Stone's record. And guess what? Roger Stone is going to hand deliver to us through his filing of appeal. The corruption within our judicial system. See, every single person has their um, cross that they carry to deliver. Right. It is from the cross that you bear that good comes out. Remember that. So here we are. We see General Flynn. The cross that he's bared for all of us is to uncover what they've been burying, and that is their corruption and the bodies. And he knows where they're all all buried. So, And what is Roger Stone going to push out? The fact that our courts and our justice is not blind. It always goes to the highest bidder. We know that. Now, speaking of bodies buried children... Uh, I don't want to talk about Wayfair just yet because the only thing I want to say on that is, wow, the media, really? So Wayfair's like, no, it's not child trafficking. They're like, oh, Wayfair reports not. Yeah, because they'd come out and say, yeah, that's why we overprice these things. Hence why there's so many emails on WikiLeaks referring to pillows and other stupid things. This is why a vase that's made out of crystal going for $200,000 only weighs four pounds and is also named after a baby that went missing. But, you know, I digress. These are the things that don't make sense. Wayfair needs to be pro. But remember, I told you I saw that with Walmart when they expanded to outside sellers. Now, selling. That's a, that's a really important thing. Uh, selling things. How do you feel about things being sold? Uh, you know, humans. You know, we've got brothels in Nevada. They, 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 they sell themselves, right? Uh, we sell food, right? We sell other commodities. But what if they sold portions of you that you donate? So I've I've made it. I, I've 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 told my listeners many times. My blood type is actually very rare. I am O resist negative, but I'm like beyond negative. I'm like super negative. I'm like on the border of golden slash not golden, right? So I'm very difficult. Uh, you know, if something happens to me, it's got to be one of my children, well, you know, <laughs> that give blood to me or, you know, a, a relative. So speaking of blood and before we do, let's talk about definitions. So how do we define the word donation? It's something that you give a free will to benefit another, right? You donate, you give something so that someone benefits, right? That's, that's how it goes. So What if the word donation isn't about that? What if it's about something else? Like, I don't know, 
taking something from you that you think is supposed to be for good. Now, I asked a question on Twitter, which was, hey, how many of you have donated blood? I have. I know I have. I used to do it um, all the time, uh, New Year's Eve. That's when the most accidents happen. And so I uh, always gave blood at the hospital on that day because I knew that they would be able to use it since I was a clear donor. People beg me for my blood. I know. (laughs) They call me all the time. But I only go to specific places, and this is why. One thing people need to understand is, is that out of 100 people that donate blood or plasma, less than 20% is actually provided to hospitals. That includes mobile hospitals, a.k.a. our military. One of the biggest businesses in the world is the pharma industry. And a lot of people say George Soros is this big guy. He's massive. He's rich. But there's a lot of them out there that you don't know the name of. One of them is uh, a guy named Wolfgang. I'm going to introduce you to Wolfgang because it's important. But before we get to him, I want to mention three companies, CSL Plasma, Octopharma, and Griffles. Now, Griffles is actually Soros owned as well. Uh, George Soros actually poured in 38.3 million euros about uh, a year ago into that company um, through his company, Soros Fund Management. Now, what do these companies have in common? They are the three leading companies in the world that use human plasma. Now, what is plasma? So plasma is like a straw-colored fluid portion of the blood, okay? Now, this uh, portion of the blood, when you separate it, is where you, where you see the differences. Um, it's 90% water. It has tons of stuff in it, tons of good stuff in it. And the idea of plasma, I want you to think of it as fluid that bathes blood cells. I want you to think of it like that. So its main job is to help transport nutrients, uh, gases like oxygen through your lungs, right? Because what people don't understand is when your blood goes through, you know, your pulmonary, your pulmonary artery, pulmonary vein, it loads and unloads oxygen as you breathe. And this is a gaseous transaction through the fluid. It also helps maintain our pH, uh, you know, balance, electrolyte balance. Have you ever heard, oh, my electrolytes are off? or I drink water with a lot of electrolytes, all goes there. It's like, it's like the fluid that blood exists in. So when you separate it, you get red blood cells, white blood cells, and plasma, okay? So, um, so you understand how this works, uh, plasma is actually quite important. Uh, that's where the proteins that we have and are in, our bodies to help us, you know, uh, fight off things, clot our blood, you know, and transport things are there. And this is where a, a lot of substances are dissolved. So plasma proteins are not used for you to wake up, walk, or energy, but they fall into three different categories, fibrinogen, globulins, and albumins. 
So this is like a short, fast, you know, lesson on your blood makeup. Sorry, guys. I, I have to let you know this. So fibrinogen, fibrinogen is about 4% of it. And the basic role that it has is blood coagulation. So, you know, your blood gets sticky. Um, there's also, uh, you know, it has receptors in order for uh, fibrinogen to, you know, start being sticky to clot. Like if you're bleeding, right? It takes cues from what the liver produces, etc. So that's only about 4%. The globulins, uh, and you've heard about them a lot on TV. Oh, the immunoglobulins, M and G's and IgG's and IgM's, you know, and they... Look, that's about 36% of the plasma. And, um, and there are proteins that are designated as alpha, beta, or gamma globulins. That's what they are. And so that's one portion. And then the other ones are albumins. They help maintain your blood pressure. They're important for blood pressure uh, and uh, con- the pressure of the blood. And that's about 60% of your plasma protein. So 60% albumins, about 36% is globulins, and the remaining 4% is fibrinogen. So gamma globulins are IgGs, I would say, uh, you know, they're a type of antibody, right? You hear a lot about it. And um, it's important people understand um, just how important this fluid is uh, and how important it is for everything. I mean, it helps uh, transport things like, uh, you know, lipoproteins that, you know, have healthy and non-healthy cholesterols. You know, this is where health breaks down with your plasma too, right? Uh, so types of lipoproteins that are transported are like HDL, high density, um, a low density LDL, HDL is, you know, a VDL, very um, low density, and um, chylo uh, microns, those are usually those uh, fatty um, th- things that we need in our intestine to get going or else we have malabsorption anyway. But the most important um, nutrients and gases that the plasma is responsible for is the transport of oxygen and carbon dioxide. Uh, obviously, plasma nutrients include amino acids, the lipids I was talking about, monosaccharides, nucleotides. But again, they're not used for sustenance energy, but they promote the environment so that way energy can be transferred and all the things we need. Now, it's a really important component of your body. And to think that there are people that are selling this component of their body makes you go, hmm, selling. So I want you guys to understand that there are people right now across. So a lot of us have been duped on donating blood. Uh, And there is a reason behind that. There is a reason there is a demand and now they're paying. And so we're going to call them all out, um, you know, one by one. Now, Wolfgang Mergur, right? He is the owner and CEO of Octopharma, one of the biggest companies of plasma, you know, collectors. They purchase the plasma you donate at the highest rate from everywhere. So as I was thinking last week, I was going to talk about it. Uh, it lo and behold, it happened that I came across um, an actually investigative piece that was done by a French guy. And I thought we could start that introduction uh, with his little piece, which was so well put. I mean, it was very well put. But before we do that, 
want you to listen to the next three minutes of President Trump's inauguration speech. Our country will thrive and prosper again. We stand at the birth of a new millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. It's time to remember that old wisdom our soldiers will never forget, that whether we are black or brown or white, we all bleed the same red blood of patriots. We all enjoy the same glorious freedoms, and we all salute the same great American flag. And whether a child is born in the urban sprawl of Detroit or the windswept plains of Nebraska, they look up at the same night sky, they fill their heart with the same dreams, and they are infused with the breath of life by the same almighty creator. So to all Americans in every city near and far, small and large, from mountain to mountain, from ocean to ocean, hear these words. You will never be ignored again. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. And your courage and goodness and love will forever guide us along the way. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, Together, we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. Now, that was the end of his speech. You're going to say, well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, he's told us many, 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 many times how important we are, how important our voice is, and how we bleed the same blood, and how we are one in the same. Yes, he said that many times. Well, I've said that too. We're all one in the same. Well, let's take a look. You know, before I start with that uh, documentary, what I wanted to play for you, and I'm trying to find it, is the Eternal Youth um, segment that they did. Give me a second. Let me find it for you. There we go. Take a listen to this, okay? helps heal the body and keeps it young. And as an organism, not the sparkling kind, but the drinking blood to stay young forever kind. Well, science says maybe. 
Hey guys, Julia here for DNews. Okay, science doesn't actually say that, but science has started to notice that blood, specifically young blood, might have rejuvenating properties, which is just crazy interesting. But why exactly that is, no one is certain. Yet one new study points to a new unknown molecule. In this study published in Nature Communications, scientists found that young blood could heal broken bones. All right, so this gets a little, well, gross. But scientists can join the circulatory systems of pairs of mice in a process called parabiosis, which means living beside. Basically, scientists stitched together the tissues of two mice so an old mouse and a younger mouse would share a blood supply. I know, it totally seems like an antique thing, and it is kind of old. Clive McKay of Cornell University first pioneered this technique in the 1950s, but for some reason, it's experiencing resurgence now. Yeah, I know, it's a little too much like Frankenstein. But what's interesting, besides the whole sewing together mice thing, is that the researchers think this means that young blood cells secrete some molecule or protein that helps heal the body and keeps it young. And as an organism ages, they lose the ability to make this molecule. Previously, it was thought that GDF11, a molecule that circulates throughout the blood, was the fountain of youth. But a recent study contradicts that finding. This new study, published in the journal Cell Metabolism, found that as mice aged, the more of this molecule circulated in their bloodstream. And as researchers injected aging mice with this molecule, the worse their muscles repaired themselves. So who really knows right now? But even though scientists are still figuring that out, other studies show that there is really something powerful about young blood. Other studies, like one published in journal Nature Medicine, found that young Young blood recharged the brains of older mice. Researchers ran mice through standard laboratory tests after they received an infusion of plasma from young mice. They did much better on the test than older mice without young blood coursing through their veins. Curiously, that improvement was gone if the blood had been heated beforehand, which again suggests there's something going on with the proteins in young blood, because heat denatures protein. Or basically, when proteins get heated up, they lose their shape and don't work so well, kind of like ice cream melting on a summer day. Other studies also showed how young blood pumps up older brains. In one study published in the journal Nature, after being exposed to young blood, the brains of older mice looked more like that of a younger mouse. Nerve cells in their hippocampi were better at forming connections, which is basically what learning in memory is. But wait, there's more. In a similar Frankensteinian experiment, researchers stitched together older mice with a young mouse. They found that the young mouse blood rejuvenated the hearts of older mice. The older mice suffered from cardiac hypertrophy, a condition which thickens and swells the heart. After just four weeks of getting young blood from the other mouse, their heart shrank to a normal size. All of these studies sure make you want to drink a nice tall glass of young blood, eh? Okay, well, I know, these studies have all been in mice. But researchers are already trying to see what could happen in humans. In October of 2014, researchers at Stanford University gave transfusions of blood plasma donated by people under 30 to older volunteers with mild to moderate Alzheimer's. The results? We don't know quite yet. So maybe Dracula had it right all along. But I guess you could say more research is needed. While we're talking about blood, have you ever wondered why there are different blood types? Julian has the answer right here in this video. What do the letters and plus minus symbols actually denote? They're describing little surface markers. On yeah, little surface markers. We'll get to that. So I'm going to go for a break right now. I want you guys to sit with that for a second. Sit with the whole, hey, um, so they're saying that young blood helps. <laughs> You're going to see the farms. I'm going to show you where the farms are. Forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. From this day forward, 
a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. Every decision will be made to benefit American workers and American families. America will start winning again, winning like never before. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. Do not allow anyone to tell you that it cannot be done. No challenge can match the heart and fight and spirit of America. We will not fail. Our country will thrive and prosper again. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. After nearly four years, my family's nightmare is finally over. We couldn't have survived this without the love and support of the millions of patriots around the world. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. Hi, I'm Laura Loomer, and I'm running for Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District. Wouldn't it be horrible if we lived in a nation where journalists were silenced just because they confronted the political and media elite? You might think that could never happen in America, but it did. And to me. For confronting people like Hillary Clinton on her corruption and Ilhan Omar for her ties to radical Islamic terror groups, I have been banned on pretty much every single social media platform. And if that doesn't sound extreme enough, I'm also banned on Uber and Lyft. I know, I cannot understand that last one either. When this all happened to me, I contacted the media and members of Congress. I asked them for help. I kept calling, I kept emailing, but I never received a reply. And that's when it hit me. I'm a well-known journalist who has the phone numbers of the most powerful people in politics and media, yet I couldn't get any assistance. What on earth would the average American do if the same thing happened to them? I realized then that if I wanted to see change, that I would need to run for office. The American people deserve representation that listens to and acts on their concerns. So here I am, running for Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District, because the American people deserve a voice and a representative who, like President Trump, will keep the promises they make and speak up loudly and clearly for that silent majority. All right. Welcome back, everyone. So I'm going to introduce you to a guy you don't know a lot about that's heading this. And like you heard, there's something in the protein, something they don't know, uh, you know, what it is or how it is. Now, we mentioned on here in March, I talked about malaria before anybody talked about malaria. And I'll tell you why, because they are so predictable. So now sit back and listen okay, to a, an actual report that was done by Verge Science, okay? These are pretty much leftist type things. You have to, oh man, this is going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, wow. So the lefties know, but see, it's putting it together. And the reason that they don't put it together is because they don't want you to know how, what, when, and where. That's what sucks. They don't want people to wake up and understand what this all is, how it all is, 
because that would be a problem for them. So kick back and watch how they tell you exactly why you're so important. And today we're going to reveal what it is exactly that um, where these farms are, who those farms target and how much they pay for it and how much they get paid for it. Or the FDA officially advised people not to inject themselves with blood plasma from young people. Our colleague Angela covered this story, and we asked her for a dramatic reading. Yeah, so this is the bulletin from the FDA notice, and they said, The reported uses of these products should not be assumed to be safe or effective. We strongly discourage consumers from pursuing this therapy. This begs the question, why on earth did the FDA need to say such a thing? Who was giving out rogue transfusions of young blood? The answer is bizarre. It involves a real scientific study that gets distorted and misapplied, some credulous news outlets and sketchy entrepreneurs, and a few people going to dramatic lengths to stay young. The big medical idea here is that maybe something inside a young, healthy person could help an older person get healthier. Historically, people have tested that idea with a creepy procedure called parabiosis. So parabiosis is basically taking two animals, cutting them up, and sewing them together. The technique goes all the way back to 1864, but it got popular with medical researchers starting in the 1950s. The hope was that if you stitched together the circulatory systems of two mice, for example, you could see whether the blood of one affected the other. And specifically then, they were interested in seeing if one animal, the older animal, could live longer if it was attached to the younger animal. Those experiments set the stage, but the modern obsession with young blood owes a lot to a study from 2005. The lead authors were Michael and Arena Comboy, a husband and wife team at UC Berkeley. Using parabiosis, they attached an old mouse and a young mouse together to see what would happen to specific body systems, their muscles, their livers, their brains, and they found that some of the tissues in the older mouse got younger. It was the first study to show that aging of tissues could be very rapidly reset back and we could observe young tissues in the animal that is analogous to 75-year-old person. It was a hell of a finding, and the news ricocheted all over the place. Oh no, it was yeah. needed interest and hype. Yeah, no. we, got, we got our full 15 minutes of fame back then. Yeah. And then there was a lot of excitement from, you know, the non-scientific field and lay people, because we all want to live longer and, and be healthy, and so it just seemed like a very promising and interesting potential treatment. How far would you go to look and feel younger? Scientists may have found a real fountain of youth, one that can repair aging... But the actual findings were more complicated. First, while the old mouse seemed to improve, at the same time, the young mouse suffered. Its muscle and liver and brain health deteriorated. That finding received a lot less hype. So there are two equal, equally important observations, but everybody just jumped on the bandwagon of rejuvenation. And second, there was the possibility that blood wasn't the full story. Grafting two mice together meant that they were influenced by each other's organs, too. Old mice benefited from young heart, young lungs, young kidney, and young liver. So it was not just the blood exchange. It was as if you had a backpack with young organs which work on your behalf. But neither complication stopped this young blood idea from taking off like wildfire. So in everybody's mind, it was, um, it was the cure against aging. And it was a relatively easy way to get your paper published in a high-impact journal or to get resource funding because there was so much interest in that. It was the password to, to get published in science. Exactly. It was literally, or, or yeah, nature, it was right? literally yeah. password to get your paper at least reviewed. Right. Or perhaps... Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Since 2005, there's been a lot more research into parabiosis in young blood. Lots more studies bolstered the ideas found in the convoy's work. Others complicated them. A few went looking for specific proteins that might play a role. The convoys worked on their follow-up in 2016 that used transfusions rather than parabiosis, and it suggested that old blood hurts more than young blood helps. All in all, the science marched along. Nowadays, you know, the aging research field is doing well, and I think that there's a consensus that, you know, there's something in the blood that helps regulate aging. So how do we get from here to the FDA's warning? Well, as... Okay, so before we get to that, I want to play a clip. Let me see if I can... Oh, I can't do it that big. Hold on. And I'm going to play a clip. Uh, those of you that are listening on the radio, I'll describe what we're looking at. Uh, those of you that are on Facebook and YouTube can see it. Um, this is Madonna. Uh, just uh, 31 weeks ago... Uh, live on her Instagram, getting, um, infusing the blood. Listen to this. Those are Tibetan bulls supposedly helping her concentrate. She has her two adopted African children, or I don't remember where she adopted them from. And her blood is being infused and re-put into her body. She's laying on a bed while they're playing bowls, frequencies. We've talked about that. It's pretty incredible. There's something else that I, I like want to play. Like fresh milk. You keep it just barely. It smells like a fresh rainstorm, kind of. Okay. The plasma. Her kids in pajamas smelling what her mom is being infused with. I like it. See, you can feel it's cleaning like fresh. It's intense if you take too much. So it's showing her getting her blood trans being put, taken out, and then putting back in. The gas is coming in the top. So are you Mixing taking blood out of me right now? Yeah. We did this like this cup. Do you see? It's not. It's not taken anymore. We That's a lot. I know. So That's like know. a big glass of beet juice. And <laughs> we're gonna send it back <laughs> to you. Okay. So what are you doing with that? Well, we're mixing it with we're the ozone gas, and, and then we're sending back. it back. So what is it? Is only part of the blood, or um, this is all of the? I mean. No Okay, so that was one of her videos that I wanted to show you guys. There's another one. I'm going to um, find it and play it for you. This is her trying to live forever and compares herself to Jesus. I kid you not, you hear her with her own words saying it. Now, one thing that I've said is frequencies assist. Obviously, uh, research shows that older blood, and it has nothing to do with the blood, it has to do with the plasma, right? That's where all the proteins are. Assist in keeping you young because they reinforce, they fix. We're still going to play that Verge clip because there's a lot more. But there's another clip I want to play. I want you guys to listen to this carefully. It is, it's pretty sick. 
Okay. It is pretty sick. Um, the way she says it, I just want you guys to listen to this cause it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, Here she is getting massaged by, by random people. And then they're going to put her in an ice bath. <laughs> She's still acting like a groupie and she's like a hundred. But anyway, here's where she says it and it gets so disgusting when she puts herself in the bath. Did you hear that? Did Jesus have to take a nice bath? Oh, to do this? Did he have to do this? No, he didn't. So he's not at the same level that I'm at. Did you hear that, guys? This is her, you know, miss typing at her typewriter, all depressed that she's locked in her home for various reasons, uh, comparing herself to Jesus Christ and saying that he's not on her level. I hope you heard that. And that's all on our Instagram freely. I mean, what are you going to do about it? So now let's go back to The Verge and what they have to say. Remember, yeah, I do ice baths as well. A lot of us do. It's great for the metabolism and the skin. Uh, but uh, I want you guys to listen to what else The Verge has to say here. It's pretty interesting because you're going to understand how this all comes together. Here we go. As careful as the scientific community was, there was still the hype, the fountain of youth idea. And all of that hype created a crack in the hard science. There is this dead zone between scientific discussion and popularized hype about the science. Into that dead zone stepped entrepreneur Jesse Carmerson. In 2016, he was a recent med school graduate who was reportedly so inspired by parabiosis research that he founded his own health startup, Ambrosia. We're a company interested in making you young again. He wasn't alone. Other companies have popped up to search for blood proteins that regulate aging and base new drugs on them. Ambrosia took a different tack. It took these mice studies and said, we can turn this into a treatment for humans. And if you give us $8,000, we'll give you some young blood transfusions and it'll, you know, reverse aging and cure all your other ills. Ambrosia technically performed a human trial, offering patients a liter or two of human plasma from an under 25 donor. But they charged their test subjects, didn't publish their results, and didn't even include a control group. The company was always light on the details, which for the convoys was the scariest part. If it doesn't work, we need to know about it, right? And if, if people are having side effects, we need to know about it. If it does work, of course, we need to know about that too. But you need also, you can't just be uh, hyping something and promising something and say, look, it works great. All these people are, are, are so much healthier because people try to fool people all the time, right? <laughs> the whole thing was sketchy at best. But again, it made for a great story. Listen to this. A startup claims to have found the fountain of youth, and it is young blood. If true, this is huge, right? It got wild. There were rumors that tech investor Peter Thiel was super interested in young blood and in ambrosia. The idea even got lampooned in an episode of Silicon Valley. Are you really not familiar with parabiosis? Can't say that I am. Well, the science is actually pretty fascinating. The hype can have only helped Carmerson's notoriety, and he was reportedly this close to opening up clinics in the U.S. when the FDA brought the hammer down. Ambrosia ceased operations, and today their website is basically empty, apart from some stock video of greenery waving in the breeze. Now, greenery waving in the breeze. 
same website. Now I'm going to take you to another website that's just, that's just like that. So prior to Millie Weaver doing the report on Global Strategies Group, uh, which was the company that John Brennan had set up, um, it's in one of her videos. You'll see that the company that powered it um, and the fund, the funding company was called Damazian, and it was powered by Diablo. This page, same company, same investment firm. After they were outed, guess what is in their background? Just a bunch of green trees. Um, so now Damazian Family Investment Group is uh, all filled with green and happened to be created by the same website. Tori did her research. So can you see how Ambrosia Health is now linked to the same company that funded John Brennan's little thing? Same family-funded Damazian, D-A-M-A-Z-I-E-N. Huh. Interesting. By the way, we tried to get a hold of Jesse Carmazan for comment, but we never heard back. So that's the story. Ultimately, it was a pretty small blip in the world of medical business. Carmazan told Bloomberg that he only treated about 150 patients total, but even those few subjects may have been at risk. Blood transfusions are commonly used in life-threatening situations, but as an elective procedure, it makes less sense. Pumping someone else's blood into your body puts you at risk of allergic reactions, infections, and even a rare lung injury. I don't know about everybody else out there, but but uh, for me that wouldn't that, that 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 risk would you know far far outweigh any potential benefits I'd get in the short term for getting for getting that blood product. The lab experiments worked in part because inbred mice were used, so their bodies were extremely compatible. Not so for humans. It's like we have identical twins, but one twin is seventy-five and another twin is twenty years old. Okay, keyword here: inbred. Kind of like you know maybe you can make yourself your own clone so that's what we can do in a laboratory for people that are not genetically matched which points to maybe the biggest lesson here it's a lesson that ambrosia didn't learn which earned them the scorn of scientists and ultimately cost them a lot ambrosia took these promising studies that were in mice and made this huge leap and tried to apply them to humans and take a lot of money for it you know humans are not mice obviously and what works for them might not work for us and yet it was still trying to take money and kind of i think prey on people's desire to fix their illness or feel young hey everyone interesting huh well i have more for you Let's see. We still have 10 minutes. So I'm thinking that what we should get to is um, the most recent lawsuit by a person. Mm, no. You know what? We should start on um, how your blood type protects and hurts you. It's a four-minute clip. It gives you a background on blood. Again, we're going to be talking plasma, which is the nectar. Okay. The nectar. You already know that your blood type is important. If you've lost a lot of blood, getting a transfusion of the wrong stuff can be deadly. But did you know that whether you're A, B, AB, or O can also put you at higher risk for things like malaria, cholera, and heart disease? The blood type you have is a result of a specific kind of antigen. In this case, a type of sugar on the surface of your red blood cells. If you have the A antigen, you're type A. And if you have the B antigen, you're type B. If you have both, you're AB, and if you have neither, you're O. But here's the thing. There's more to your blood's alphabet soup than just those three letters. You also have another kind of antigen, one you've probably never heard of, the H antigen. The A and B that you always hear about are really 
extra sugars that are added on to antigen H. And what's more, all of these sugars aren't just on your red blood cells. They also appear in your guts and other compounds that are swimming around in your blood, where they interact with pathogens and toxins, and even parts of your own immune system, to make you either more or less vulnerable to certain infectious diseases. Now, I want you to remember that this is talking about malaria, right? I just want you to remember that as you listen to this. For example, it turns out that having type O blood can help you if you contract malaria. One of the big dangers of malaria is when your red blood cells begin to clump together, forming characteristic flower-shaped patterns known as rosettes. They form when an infected red blood cell sticks to uninfected red blood cells, a process that's helped along by A and B antigens. As a result, people with A or B or AB blood tend to develop more and bigger rosettes if they get malaria. These cell clusters can get lodged in tiny blood vessels, often in your brain, and block blood flow, which is bad enough. But when rosettes get tucked away like this, it also prevents the infected cells from being cleaned up by your body's natural defenses. All of this means that people with A or B or AB blood are at higher risk for a severe case of malaria than people with type O. But type O has its downsides too. You may fare better with malaria if you're an O, but you'll probably do worse against certain strains of bacteria that cause cholera. During an outbreak of cholera in Peru in the early 90s, people with type O blood were eight times more likely to be hospitalized. And it turns out that type O blood is least common in places like the Ganges River Delta, where cholera has been making people sick for centuries. While scientists don't fully understand what's going on here, one idea is that having A or B antigens might help prevent the cholera toxin from binding as firmly to some of your cells. But this protection doesn't take place in your blood. Instead, it's a result of antigens on the cells that line your intestines. That's where the cholera toxin does its work, making your cells pump out water and electrolytes, causing the diarrhea that makes cholera such a fast killer. For people who have A's and B's on these cells, the cholera toxin can still bind to them but it binds even more strongly to the H antigen. And since H is the antigen that type O people have, O's are at a greater risk for a more severe case of cholera. Finally, the antigens that determine your blood type can also affect your risk for heart disease. Here, it is the antigens in your blood that call the shots but not the ones on your red blood cells. Instead, the key is in the antigens on something called your von Willebrand factor. It sounds like the name of a German techno-pop band, but von Willebrand factor is a protein that helps your blood form clots. Obviously, you want to have enough von Willebrand factor in your blood to stop bleeding in case of injury, but having too much of it in your circulation can create clots in places you don't want, and trigger a heart attack or a stroke. Thankfully, your body routinely sweeps out some of this factor. Scientists haven't quite figured it out yet, but for some reason, if your von Willebrand factor has either the A or B antigen on them, the clearance is harder to do. As a result, people with type A, B, or AB blood have about 25% more of this clotting factor in their blood. This may explain why researchers have consistently found higher rates of heart disease, heart attack, and stroke in people with A or B or AB blood compared to those with O. Now, in the grand scheme of things, your blood type is only a bit player when it comes to what diseases you might get. Eating too many hamburgers and not working out, for instance, are almost certainly more damaging damaging to your heart than having A or B antigens on your blood cells. But scientists hope to figure out why certain blood types help protect you from certain conditions, while making others worse. The hope is that one day, everyone will be able to benefit, whether you're an A or a B, an AB or an O. Thanks for watching this episode of SciShow, which was
So I hope that kind of gave you a little bit of a spiel because now we're going to get into uh, what um, what is the most important thing. So again, we I analyzed to you the fibrinogen, right, which is part of your plasma, which is for clotting and how it has albumins and everything and how plasma is indeed their target, not so much the blood. Now, people need to understand that... Um, Blood types are very important. Uh, there's actually only, there's a University of Nevada in Reno uh, that I'm going to kind of walk you through. They study a specific group of people, uh, the Basques, and they actually have a center for Basque studies. Now, uh, this program that they have is to introduce people to this specific area because for some reason, the Basques are very specific. According to the university's website, the Basques are people who live in a small region about the size of Rhode Island that straddles the border of Spain and France from the sea in the west, uh, from the sea in the west into the Pyrenees Mountains of the east. And it's called Esqualheria. So where do they come from? Nobody knows where the Basque come from. Some say they have lived since the Cro-Magnon man first roamed Europe. Estimates of how long they have lived there vary from 10,000 to 75,000 years. And they're said to be descendants from original Iberians. More fanciful theories exist the Basques are the descendants of the survivors of Atlantis. Now, what's important about the Basques is that 99% of all Basques are O negative blood type. So that's pretty interesting because the Basques have been under fire uh, by the European Union for a very very, very long time. So I thought I would mention that as we move on to, uh, you know, the juice of this show, which is going to be coming right after the short break that I have to have for commercials for the station. So I'll see you guys in a bit just after this short break where we'll continue and you'll understand everything and you'll know what cities and what places and what companies are actually harvesting humans as we speak. I'll see you guys in just a bit. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tory Says Show again, July 13th, 2020. I don't know if I said the date in the first hour. Um, so here we are again. We're going to get on to this. There is a investigative journalist, Francois Pilet, that did an excellent documentary that I posted on my subscribe star to get my uh, subscribers prepared for this. Now, I'm not going to play the whole documentary, but very key points so we can go back and forth between different modes and mediums so we understand exactly what's going on. See, the whole thing about looking at the uh, looking at how they operate is that they scatter information to the wind. So you're left at the mercy of people putting it together for you because there's just so much. So um, we're going to start with um, 
him investigating uh, Octopharma, which is a company uh, in Switzerland that um, collects plasma. Now, you're going to say collects plasma. What do you mean? I donate plasma. Well, it's an $81 billion industry. So every Red Cross you go to and every place that you go to to get money for plasma, they make bank on it. People can make up to $400 a month just donating plasma, but they have to go twice a week. So twice a week, they take out that fluid that bathes their red blood cells and donate it, donate it, but it's sold for tons where they freeze it and create it into a solid. Hmm. To supposedly create, how do they call it? Blood derived medicines. Now you're going to ask yourself, how the heck does the Swiss company have all this access to this? Well, that's because the FDA put their stamp on it and the EU did too. Here we go. We're going to start it now. And I want you guys, he titled this research, New Cannibalism. It's pretty interesting. Why don't you guys take a listen to this part? Uh, there is a uh, uh, foreign language as well, so I will reiterate it in English for those of you uh, that are driving in your cars, listening to me at work, in your ears, um, so that way um, you see with my eyes what is going on. Okay, so right now I've put it to the clip in the documentary where they went to Swiss Medic. Swiss Medic is a company of the Swiss government that investigates all blood products, all pharmaceutical companies, and examines that they are working according to Swiss protocol. So the journalist asked, where do they get all this plasma from? And it's United States, United States, United States, States, US. So here's the number of the donors and the centers where they donated their blood. Kansas City, Chattanooga, Lansing. Chattanooga, Tennessee, Lansing, Michigan. Okay, so he's talking about that all the centers that have sent blood blood products, right? That's what plasma is considered, blood products, are part of Swiss Ma- uh, Medic's plasma master file. What does that mean? If the company has been filed as acceptable, right, it automatically gets accepted. Let's put it that way. So then, for example, Octopharma gets all these samples. And in that day's batch, they were going through all these cities in the U.S. where they received uh, from that batch of that day samples from. And so 48 of them came just from Cleveland, Ohio. And what happened was the highest percentage, believe this or not, are in the most impoverished cities, Chicago, Uh, Lansing, Michigan, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Cleveland, Ohio, in areas of California, San Diego is boosting now. And I want, so basically, these are the companies that are sending it. Now, who are the companies? The companies are three. The Soros one, Clifford, right? Octoplasma and CSL. Take a listen. Zentrum Stamm. Das ist bizarre. Ja, und alle diese Zentren, die sind im Plasma Master File zugelassen von Swissmedic. Daher dürfen sie jetzt bei uns eingereicht werden in den Puls zur Prüfung. Cleveland, West 25th Street, 48 Dollar. Cleveland, United States. Okay. 
we decided to travel there. West 25th Street, the address listed in Swiss Medics Register. Some of the plasma used in the drugs sold in Switzerland comes from here. This blood collection center belongs to the Australian company CSL. Donate plasma, save lives, earn up to $200 a month. There are donor ads everywhere which tell us that the volunteers are paid for their blood. As opposed to most European countries, the USA allows compensation for blood donations. This practice is legal. So for those of you listening... Gosh darn it. So for those of you listening... We enter um, the premise. It is showing, you know, people entering uh, these plasma donor companies all in the hood, by the way. I actually went and visited one on Saturday just to see outside, um, closed, of course, and um, they take appointments. So now they book them online. So, you know, I've been lining this up for a while to give it to my audience. So you understand when we're talking about trafficking right? And why they're young and children, you're going to understand just how important they find your blood. Which are under heavy surveillance, impossible to speak with the staff. Yeah, you can't just come and take pictures. You got to do it the right way. No, no, we do it from the outside. From the okay, across, across the, the street. Space. Across yeah, the street, across the street. The you street. can that, right? You know. Yeah. The center is in one of the city's poorest neighborhoods. Cleveland is a devastated city. The financial crisis of 2008 was a fatal blow. So basically, they're, they're constantly in places where people have no money. So now I'm going to take you to the next spot um, where we're going to go and see... Well, let's listen to what this doctor has to say. Well, part of it, because we'll talk about that anyway. Take a listen to this part. Well, who's, who's donating my patient, and he not, might not be able to afford a cell phone bill or rent, and that is more important for his health potentially than the downside effects of donating, because if he doesn't have a cell phone, he can't get a job, um, or he can't pay his bills, then, then you know, he'll freeze. So... Um, this is the this is the the dilemma that we're in. Yeah. What if you could earn extra money while doing something great for others? At Octopharma Plasma, you can. Not only are plasma donations vital to the treatment of rare, chronic, and genetic diseases, you could also... The USA is the world's main exporter of human plasma with 70% of the world market. Their success is based on a foolproof recipe. By building on this type of campaign, they nurture the image of a country with excellent sanitary conditions. The market is under the supervision of the Food and Drug Administration. The FDA stamp is a guarantee of quality, opening the doors to the international market. Each week, frozen plasma is dispatched in shipments, mainly to Europe. This is the other side of the American dream. Masses of poor people willing to sell their blood. They provide an unlimited pool of primary material. We wanted to understand the conditions in which blood is collected. 7 a.m. in Cleveland, in the parking lot of Octopharma. 
I can't do it no more. Best of y'all ask the other people. But anyway, I blacked out. I don't want to do that no more. I just small. And I didn't eat before I went in, but it almost killed me, so I don't want to do that no more. I got a job now, praise the Lord. Just work. I'm providing a product. You know, I'm like a cow. I'm giving milk. Did you hear that? I'm like a cow. I'm providing a product. Now, I want people to understand that these companies, these companies prey on our more impoverished. I mean, it breaks my heart. And here is the guy who nobody knows much about, has never heard of, that governs, and he's in charge of the majority of such things. And that is horrible. It makes my heart bleed. I can't even express it to you just how disgusting these people are preying on them. Wolfgang Marger, and he's the owner and the chairman of Octopharma. Thank you for being with us on NCAD okay. Knowledge. Octopharma basically makes plasma products. Yes. What is, what is the market? Who uses these? Uh, these are plasma derivatives from human blood. You either take directly from a donor or you take it from blood from a donation and then you separate it and take the red cells for the direct clinical use and the, let's call it the yellow stuff which is plasma for either transfusion or industrial plasma. And industrial plasma is what we're dealing with. We are freezing that plasma. We have to bring it into our factories and separate it into its own fractions. And there are three main fractions. It's all proteins, of course. One is albumin proteins that go into intensive care units for just fluid uh, uh, treatment, then you have correlation factors, that is if you are, for instance, a hemophilic patient, you will need the proteins missing to to, uh, to help your, your cascade to function, your correlation cascade. And the third one is gamma globulins, which are very widely used worldwide in many, many indications. And those three main product lines are fractionated in our plants in Europe. It's really biotechnology at its highest level. Okay, so I just want you guys to take this with you as you listen to everything I'm about to play for you in this hour. Remember all those that have survived coronavirus, how they want them to provide their plasma and their blood. Just remember that. And remember that they're doing an antibody test. I want you to remember that. And this whole industry is extremely well uh, organized to create and to produce optimal products in safe for safe, safe safety purposes for all the patients that are in in need of this treatment. So you really ta- you talking about maybe accident victims or as you say hemophiliacs or it can people be her- in operations? hereditary diseases. It can be acquired situations where you don't have enough gamma globulins or some 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 other proteins that are, that are lacking. And it can be accidents, yes. So where does it come from? Where do you get the actual blood? You have to get it from humans. Of course. And you said you basically get it in the U.S. and Europe? Or in how the U.S. and Europe, they have uh, Germany, the, uh, Germany, Scandinavia, and uh, the U.S. have the best system to control safety and quality standards by the authorities. So we will only use plasma from 
Okay. So now let's talk about this uh, safety system, right? Because uh, now you're going to get into how um, how safe it is, uh, apparently. So um, we're gonna we're gonna jump back uh, to the other soundbite here, so you guys can see uh, from this uh, new cannibalism video. Just take a listen to how safe it is. These stories illustrate the industrial pace and inadequate checks. However, Octopharma assures the authorities that there is strict donor monitoring. But if that's the case, why didn't the Swiss company let us enter? Why did they prevent us from talking to the staff? How are its donors selected? To check, we had to go and see for ourselves with a hidden camera. This is what we discover inside. Machines interrogate the donors. The volunteers answer the medical questions at electronic terminals. One single physical examination, measuring blood pressure. This is mainly to avoid the donors fainting while donating blood, which would slow down the entire chain. The entire chain. So before we get to that, right? So what do they do? They have a questionnaire. And if you're, you know, broke, what are you going to do? You're going to just say, nope, 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 right? And then they take your blood pressure so you don't faint. Why? Because the first lawsuit against the plasma company has actually been filed in the U.S. in November. This is when I was thinking of uh, sharing this information with you, but it wasn't time because it wasn't time to talk about clones. So here we go. And here's that report. Oops, is it muted? There we go. Blood plasma may affect her for the rest of her life. Yeah, it's a way to make some side cash, but it also came at the expense of her health. 13 investigative reporter Joe Bartels walks you through the terrifying ordeal and the legal battle that's now brewing. The life-saving liquid called blood plasma is always needed. In fact, companies pay people up to $400 per month or more to donate it. But as one woman claims, it came at a price. I woke up with um, ice packs and them putting, checking my blood pressure and all. For Helen Summers, it was her first time donating, but it did not go as planned. They should have left me in there a little bit longer to make sure I was okay, make sure if I'm standing up, walking what. Helen passed out at this Octopharma location near Bruce and Fremont Street in downtown Las Vegas. She says staff let her leave the facility to drive home within 20 minutes of losing consciousness. This could have been a lot worse than what it is. Peter Isu is Helen's attorney, and he's filed this lawsuit claiming more should have and could have been done to protect patients. According to Ms. Summers, she was never seen by a doctor, paramedics were never called, and she was told to just drink some water and go home. And this is all after she passed out, lost consciousness, and was revived. Helen passed out again the same day at home and had to be taken to the hospital. Doctors treated Helen for possible dehydration, but a specialist found there was likely nerve damage in Helen's arm from a blood clot under the skin connected to the blood plasma extraction. Helen says she's constantly going to doctor appointments and therapy to try and regain full use of her hand. As for the company Octopharma, 13 Investigates reached out several times, but a request for comment was not returned. Tonight at 11, 13 Investigates uncovers another very similar incident at another location 
location in Louisiana and reveals the changes Helen and her attorney are now calling for to make sure this doesn't happen to her and nobody else. Joe Bartels, 13 Action News. Interesting, huh? So that was the first lawsuit. So that's that. Now we're going to go back to see how great, how great the systems are. And, you know, this herding of human beings and collecting their blood, how it works. And how, you know, as you saw in Nevada, it's up to $400 a week. In Cleveland, Ohio, it's two a month. In Cleveland, Ohio, it's 200 a month. But get this, get this. They have to donate plasma twice a week. Take a listen. It's interesting stuff. Not a single chair in the room is empty. An endless stream of donors with no time to recover after the donation. 12 hours a day, 7 days a week. In view of such summary checks, everything is based on what people say. Paid donations entail a certain risk. They encourage donors to lie about their health. Such compensation also attracts a high-risk population that sometimes has secrets to hide. Yeah, like, they say, like, do you have people with AIDS or something? You ever been in jail? Do you ever give me that? Do you get more? Weird questions, but it was basically you all know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, it's a computer asking you. No, no, no. Who to say, though? If I was lying when I said my tattoos was over two years old, it looked like it's part of the bricks, but it actually ain't. It's where they miss, and it blew the vein up, make you look like you're doing hair on the sun. And, you know, at the same time, I know people go over there, they getting the money, using it for drugs. But who am I to judge the next person? So last summer, the big thing around here is K2. And so, you know, it don't show up, in, even if they was to test them for drugs, it don't show up in your yarn. It's going to give you that nice high for about three to five minutes. And then you chasing again. So, you know, you got to wait to the next couple of days. Back to Optima Plasma. It's free money. I give up this plasma so I can get that fixed. Everybody, I feel everybody wins. That's the way I see it. The people selling drugs, they are used to this. They love it because, simple fact, that means while Octopharma is there, even if, you know, even if it is somewhere else. They clientele got somewhere to go every time to make some money. Okay, listen. You give me your car, your octoplasma car, and I'll give you a bag of Tunchi. Because I know when you go, it's going to get loaded on there. I'm going to make sure that you go, though, because I'm not going to take no type of losses. I'm going to drop you off in there. I'm going to drop you off there and make sure you get in, do your paperwork, and then I'm going to leave because I know. I know I'm going to get my money for sure. And when you're done, you can come back again. We'll do the same process again. So apparently YouTube has cut off my stream. Um, and uh, no one is seeing me on YouTube. Uh, that's pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys can hear it. It says stream unavailable. Stream suspended for policy violations. So um, you guys can um, head over uh, to, oh gosh, I'm going to type this. Uh, you can head over to Facebook Live um, or Red State uh, Talk Radio. Um, 
So I'm going to download this episode and then post it. Uh, I guess uh, the big boys didn't like me uh, pointing out uh, exactly what it is. Wow, I'm, I'm live again. Okay. Huh. I'm back. I am back. So uh, <laughs> looks like uh, calling them out isn't going to work. All right, guys. So here's, here's, here's what's up. So as you saw... They have herds of people heading in there that could be compromised with AIDS, drugs in their system, you know, uh, HIV, which is in, you know, inactive AIDS, hepatitis, um, you name it, they have it. And they're providing blood, they're providing plasma. Now, do you think that blood and plasma goes off to them? Not really. The, the nice donors, the ones like, you know, that go there just to donate, not get paid for it, not get a paycheck are the ones that, uh, you know, they, they, they ship off, uh, to the, to the company. Now, I want you guys to, um, so you heard the guy talk about how, you know, he, the drug dealers will, and I don't know for those of you on YouTube, basically he said the drug dealers will take the Octopharma card, which by the way is backed by Citibank. It's a city card where they load the money on for them and, um, they take that card and they take it off the drug user and say, I will give you drugs. If you give me your card and what happens is, is that the drug dealer drives the drug user twice a week to Octopharma so they can get, so they can donate and get their money. Like this is how it goes. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Now, for those of you that, um, can't, uh, you know, watch, uh, or listen or miss that portion. Uh, my archivist, WH Tempest always uploads everything, uh, to iHeartRadio, uh, for me. Um, I'm on iTunes as well, so you can hear it as well. Um, yeah. And like, share and subscribe. Uh, you just answer no to the questions. Uh, I don't know what questions you asked, but anyway, I- I'll try to keep my eye on it because I have multiple streams going and like 20 million things. Okay, I'm going to now play the end part. This is why, you know, I want to find um, Mr. Francois and buy him a coffee. Um, he's awesome. He actually went to the house of one of them to ask questions. Watch and listen. Heidelberg, Wolfgang Marger's home. Ja, guten Morgen. Ich möchte mit Herrn Wolfgang Marger sprechen, bitte. Wer sind Sie? Ich bin François Pillet, ich bin ein Journalist. So François Pillet walked up to Wolfgang's house, rang the doorbell and said, Hey, I want to talk to him. I like to ask him a couple questions. Who are you? I'm François Pillet, I'm a journalist. Seconds later, Hallo? he got his answer. Hallo? Wolfgang Marger was incommunicado. He asked the police to let us know. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Ich bitte, dass Sie die Kamera bitte ausmachen. Ja. Können Sie sie bitte ausmachen? Ich bitte. Er fragt, um die Kamera 
Do I have to? Yes, uh, please. He told he them to stop shooting. Even on the so street. our questions will remain unanswered. The origin of the plasma, its payment, the risks linked to donor poverty, drug detection, and the likelihood of new epidemics. Why doesn't Dr. Pharma provide any answers to the questions of Tamara and thousands of patients? those questions right that's a question why don't they answer those questions here's octopharma's uh vision and values that they posted take a listen to this this company when i found it i found it at my desk near paris in my house i was at the center of our family life as daddy worked from home i had no office <laughs> i never had an office since then my greatest passion is my family and, of course, my company. For me, my family and Okta Pharma are inextricably linked. Our passion drives us to provide new health solutions advancing human life. Life is very precious and fragile. You become aware of that every time you visit the end users of the products we manufacture. These visits are a constant and humbling reminder of the importance of our work. When you manufacture medicines, especially those treating chronic conditions, you become a part of a patient's life, sometimes for the duration of their lifetime. With our treatments, patients can live the life they want to live. Sounds incredible, doesn't it? But that's not the reality. What they do is that they take the plasma, they freeze it, and they create drugs from it. And the plasma that they freeze and create drugs is for us, not for them. They keep the them part to them. So here is how it goes, okay? Here is how it goes. You are the product. Remember, I've always said there is nothing. If something is free, you are the commodity. Wolfgang is one of them. He is one of the richest people over $6 billion net worth. Yet you've never heard of him. Never heard of him. And they prey on everyone when they are distraught. They prey on everyone that cannot afford to eat. They pray. And that, that, is how they make money off of our pain, off of our desperation, off of us, because we are the currency. President Trump has woken the population up to understand that they are the ones that they seek to take. They are the ones that are creating this thing. Para, para Vioshi, which means to live beyond. It would require, as they said, mice that were twins. Think of what they have been creating. Now, plasma therapy helps. I've made it no secret that stem cells are the ones that bathe within the youth. You have stem cells as an adult, but not at the rate of children. When my youngest daughter received a, a, a barrage of vaccines uh, stateside, from speaking, you know, three languages, from being a happy, smart, bubbly little girl, she suddenly stopped talking, 
started swaying within a week. My child just went backwards. I had no idea what was going on. And this is why I've vaccinated my children straight to pharmaceutical companies of people I know create the vaccines per se. Now, I took my child and had stem cell therapy done. Stem cells that were hers were harvested and put back to chelate the extra metal. So whatever anybody tells me about vaccines, I don't even want to know. I've done my own homework. I had my own child and my child didn't start reading or speaking properly again till she was six. And it took a lot of effort and time because our bodies can heal. Our bodies can fix everything. But remember, you are the commodity. The Democrats want slaves not just to work for them and make products and fancy schmancy ice cream. You are the product. The golden nectar, the ambrosia. You see it in their faces. Ever since this COVID came, what have they been in- insanely begging for? For you to get tested. What do they want? Your immunoglobulins. They want to test you for your IgGs. They want to file you in there. They want to create a digital pass. They need parts. They need people. Because there's something called bottlenecking. And we notice that with Ashkenazi Jews, right? Where they start to have their same diseases. Because uh, when you extend your life... When you try to be God or like Madonna said, Jesus isn't on my level, right? That is the point where you get whiplash. You do get whiplash. Because that's the way it is. You can create your twins. You can suck them dry. But in the end, you will bottleneck. You will come at a capacity. There's a capacity point at all times. This is where you come in. This is where I come in. This is where we all come in. God has always said that life is within us. Eternal life is, in, is within us. So serpent seed, Adam seed, which one? Which one are they chasing? What high are they chasing? So the, the things that we need to be paying attention to is what they are demanding we do, what they are demanding we comply with. You know, there was a report of a young lady, Chris Berg had put it on from North Dakota that was sick. They told her she had influenza B. She went home. She still had the flu. Then they told her, oh, you know, oh, turns out it's coronavirus. She got over it after a couple weeks of being deadly sick. And now they want her blood. Now they want her plasma. Hmm. Remember, I played that clip about malaria because it was very important. We spoke about malaria because it's very, very important. Again, you are what they want. All of you. All of you. Not just your work, right? Not just your work. Not just your labor, your sweat, your tears, but they want you, you. And that would be you as in being like the guy said, I'm a cow. I just give milk, a product, people selling themselves being harvested right now 
in your neighborhood at CSL, Octopharma, and Griffles, which, like I said, has a 38.3 million euro investment, obviously, majority owned but without votes, in Griffles. Three companies. It's a multinational blood product company. Blood product. Remember when I wrote that article? It's on Tory Says about General Mattis and how he got away with being on the board of this company called Theranos. Theranos was a blood company. What they promised the world was give me money and through one drop of your blood, I can tell you everything that's wrong with you. Yet, unfortunately, that company was a scam. Instead, it was cultivating a specific hormone that is harvested in the blood, specifically in your plasma. Because as you heard, your plasma is where your blood cell bathes. So, for example... If I'm terrified, my blood is being bathed in adrenaline, kind of like that boost in its butt to move around. That fluid, that golden nectar sits and bathes my blood cells filled with adrenaline. So let's imagine that I was terrified while my Blood and plasma was being harvested. Then what? I see. My plasma would have high amounts of adrenaline or adrenaline byproducts. Depending on your age group and what you produce, could be called even adrenochrome, that pesky rabbit. See, this is where it gets down to. When people sit and tell you, That this is all a conspiracy. So was Epstein, right? So was Ghislaine Maxwell, right? Can they quantify or justify, I would say. I don't want to say quantify. How everyone in Hollywood is desperate to buy pillows and blankets and desks and cabinets. Very specific medical kidnap. Very specific. There's a haplogroup that I mentioned, which is my haplogroup too. Um, There's a video on it. Ah, It's a little bit not right, you know, so I don't want to play it. I'm just going to show you a screenshot. So I've told you about Native Americans, why they're so important uh, to them, right? They love Native Americans. Native Americans have always been under everybody's thumb for some reason. And it's this. This is the reason. Because they belong to the haplogroup. Of X, which derived in the Sea of Galilee, Greece, Turkey, where the Greek Empire used to be. And they migrated to the indigenous area. So the maternal X DNA is what they're really after. X DNA, which happens to be that random haplogroup of mitochondrial DNA. This is why I've been talking about my mitochondrial DNA sporadically because they target, they target specific individuals, specific markers. And again, 
like this virus, it's highly specific. Everything is highly specific, very specified. We are so advanced when it comes to biotech. It's ridiculous. The harvesting of uh, your plasma is supposedly to help people get better that have autoimmune diseases. They have to constantly go forward. They have to constantly move forward, right, (laughs) to help. But are they or are they just using us as they should because we're allowing them? See, we are the cattle and they're the herders, right? They're the shepherds. Like Madonna said, Jesus isn't on my level. (laughs) You've never heard her say that before, but you did today. And it's been out there. Do you know how many other people say that too? And this is why they're all being canceled. Canceled. Ellen DeGeneres, canceled. Kimmel, canceled. The View, canceled. (laughs) You know, if you die... (laughs) No point in pressing charges against you now, is there? See, this is where we slowly understand where they're going. This is how we do it. A lot of you are like, let's just talk about it. When the day comes that I tell you what I saw in that container, when the day comes when I tell you how it rocked me to my core, and it took a while to kind of sink in. I knew something was wrong. I knew something wasn't right. And remember... You can see the devil coming from a distance, right? When they're outside of your personal square, right? Your personal space. But when the devil is wrapped around your ankles, you can't see. Just like a pregnant woman can't see her feet. Can't see her feet. Why? Because she's carrying the belly, right? This is how the devil works. The closer he is to you, the closer you can't see. I told you about Mattis. The man served our country real well. He implemented strategies that were good strategies for the missions he was accomplishing. But they were in no way a mission of humanity. I make that clear. He was a great strategist. Served his country as he should. It's what he did afterwards that's a problem. On my YouTube page, I even have a video of him at the Bilderberg meeting, meeting with individuals, specific individuals. I put that video up there. Nobody has that video. I have that video. He was on the board of this blood company that was harvesting and trying to create this hormone. Who else was on the board? Kissinger, Soros. And so many more. And so again, the only thing that we can do now is understand where the problem lies. Does, not, does your heart not bleed seeing at 7 a.m. doors opening where people walk in like cows to slaughter, to be harvested for $20? So one thing you need to know about North Korea, which will make complete sense to you now, is that for China, that's where they did a lot of their back-end work. And the Koreans, South Koreans, right? Took advantage of the fact that they were hungry because they were being excluded because the regime there 
denounced trading in dollar and wanted to stay within themselves. Okay. This is what North Korea did. This is why they turned into dictators. Nobody wakes up and says, I'm going to take over my nation and be a dictator and kill them all. Let's be, have trust in humanity. No one is born like that. Kim Jong-un's dad didn't want to do it. Pretty sure Kim Jong-un didn't want to do it, but they excuse their behavior, right? They excuse their behavior. Making these deals with nations that were keeping them fed so that they all don't die compromising. You know, people in North Korea would eat dog. Do you know that those that were farmers that had cows, they would actually give the meat to uh, the military to eat and meat was something completely incomprehensible to eat. North Korea was ousted by the rest of the world, the globalists, let's be fair, because they didn't want to change their currency from gold-backed to U.S. dollar fiat currency. That is what happened. Every single nation they had on that list to take down did the same thing. So you understand that put North Korea in a bit of a bind. They weren't able to trade. They couldn't advance. They couldn't do anything. So what did they do? They made deals with the devil. So what did they do in their factories? What did they produce? Yeah, you saw that, you know, those reports. Oh, there were pills with powdered up human, right? Or this and that. Guys, it was worse than that. Think paraviosis. Think experimentations on that. That is it. China has an army of bodies, right? 20% of the global population is there. Constantly ruling out those that are genetically less, I would say, than perfect. Slowly fine-tuning it. And do you know how their program is piloted in China? Through mandatory vaccinations. This is how sterility comes upon those that should not have children because they have been deemed by the government as um, inadequate as a genetic specimen to be part of the nation. Inadequate to provide the food and sustenance they need. Why? Because one of the major researches that North Korea would be conducting is how to convert you into sustenance. So this is where it comes down to you understanding how they freeze plasma, how they fractionalize it. They say they cook it at like 30 degrees Celsius, which is BS, because still you can't catch prions. And I've talked about prions before, and that's misfolding of proteins that cause, you know, pitted brains. It's very identical to Kuru or people that uh, are cannibals. So what people need to understand is, is that their, their research was to see how they can convert these basic needed nutrients and electrolytes harvested from humans into a more, um, um, how do I say instant feed, right? Like that, like that movie, soil and greens is people kind of like that. Only this one is a golden nectar. 
a golden nectar that no one seems to have shame providing because they need drugs or they need a fix. Coronavirus hit. Guess what? They were open harvesting every single human being that was there with appointments. And they went again and again and again because they needed money because the nation was left without money. Why do you think President Trump gave us cash? Because he knew what they were doing. He knew. This is where it's at. And poor Africa now. Always the pilot of everything. Vaccines, programs, bio-targeting, AIDS. I mean, they created it so they can destroy specific human beings that they didn't want anymore. Targeting highly specific genetic code. They thought they are gods and they can decide which seed may maintain and which not. Avoid that of the serpent and, and destroy that of Adam. That is the way it goes. So if anything from today's show, because we didn't touch upon current events, because this will be a week to remember. I want you guys to take this in, re-listen, revisit it, uh, you know, and understand that. Because when it comes down to understanding just how far they've taken this, you'll understand just how much of a prisoner you and I are or were prior to President Trump taking office. Everything is coming to light. Everything. From the way they sell people, buy people, process people, select them. You weren't supposed to know. And again, the company Ambrosia, same financial backer as that of Brennan's company. So, you know, makes 100% sense now when you see it this way as to why that container was on that ship with me and John. This is what you need to understand. I know a lot of you like, you, you keep saying clone lives matter. Do they think about it? Think about it. What if someone create a copy of you? So that way you can, you're dying or you're sick. You know, I know I need a new liver because, you know, where the tumor is can't be resected. So what do I do? Do I kill my copy to get my liver so that I live? Does that life not matter? Does the child not stitch to them? But suck the life. That is true vampirism. See, if we took a step back and looked at all the myths and stories, we'd understand more. Remember, if Egypt, if Cairo was not by the River Nile, right? Alexandria was not by the River Nile. There wouldn't be a river god. But if they were by a lake, it would be a lake. You can only explain things with the notions you understand. So again, think. They are exporting us. They are paying poor people. They are exploiting. They are taking you, your essence, 
that which bathes your blood cells and sell it around. In that documentary, which is titled um, New Cannibalism, there's a overweight lady that's, you know, one of those, oh, I'm always tired all the time. And she has like, you know, autoimmune issues. And she goes once every three weeks and gets somebody's plasma in her. What are the odds that she gets the one that comes from the drug addict who's being driven down to Octofarm to do- donate plasma because he wants his money? See, this is where we need to, I know a lot of us are focused Bill Gates. Bill Gates is the implementor. He is nobody compared to them. And one of them is Wolfgang. This is how you see who the real players are. And if you look into Wolfgang, right, and think, where are these companies? Germany, Switzerland, Australia. See, the crown can't have it in England. It's going to have it offshore. Remember what Australia was, right? How it was created, right? It was created because that was an island where we would drop off all the degenerates they had, right? All the criminals, they would drop them off in Australia. That's what Australia was, was a mobile island prison where they would drop them in there. Maybe this is why they're all like jizzled jaws and all, you know, big and bad. But that's where they do all their work in their backyard. They'll never bring it to their front yard so nobody associates it. Switzerland is just, you know, we're sovereign, we do, we're like the best, yet there they are. So, think. Blood parties. I told you that when I was uh, uh, doing my PhD defense and I was going around talking about my research, uh, I had seen it with my own eyes at UC Davis and, you know, Stanford and other universities where they would actually sit with blood girls, blood boys and get transfusions, just like the, the thing from the show Silicon Valley. This is like real stuff. It's real stuff. And so I hope that this episode has uh, given you some tools so that you can understand where this is all going. Because we talk about children, we know, yes, satanic rituals, percentage. You know, this percentage, hormone cultivation percentage. But this is the real thing. See, they're doing it under your nose. Not just through Wayfair, Walmart, Amazon, you know, Craigslist on the corner in cheap motels. They're doing it to everyday people that flip your burgers every day that have all of this. All of this going on under your nose. So the more people are accustomed to the idea that they are doing this all in the open, you can see it. It's kind of like, you know, when, when, when you get pregnant, for all my ladies out there, when you got pregnant, don't tell me you didn't start noticing that there were a lot more pregnant women, right? This is how it goes. When you can see, you see more. So I hope that you can see what they are doing to us, the people. And you are able then to see more because then you can swallow that really big horse pill that's going to be coming soon after the election, really big horse pill. And this is why it can't be done out in the open. So easy. You think they were just tossing them around for sex? Yeah. They're perverts. They're disgusting. 
They treat them like cattle and commodities. I've said that. Hillary Clinton looks at human beings as a commodity, not as a human being. This is the way it is. You are not a person to them. You are simply a commodity. And that sucks to feel so low. Now, I don't know if this stream is going to stay up. I've never been interrupted by YouTube. I mean, they're not even letting me monetize on my videos. I'm just doing this. So there's more interactivity for you guys. Uh, You know, that's all. Because I just started doing YouTube. And, you know, I I can't believe that they cut me off midstream. I really can't. But I've saved. I'm going to be saving the video. And if I see that this video doesn't go up within 24 hours, because that's usually how these live ones go, then I will upload it. On that note, tomorrow, we're going to talk more about this, but I want you to take a few takeaways, right? The few takeaways. One, the company that funds Ambrosia is the same company that funded GSG, which is Brennan's company. Two, they're doing everything out in the open. You just can't see it. It's like you're colorblind, but in this sense, you're corruption blind. And number three, number one of all, actually, it should be just pray. That's what they hate. They hate people praying. And just a parenthesis, Brennan doesn't tweet. It's some chick that still works for the federal government, and I hope they've got eyes on her. So... Yeah, because his first tweet, tweet went out on the day that the president actually signed the I'm confiscating your stuff if your child human trafficking are corrupt. So um, on that note, um, I'm going to bid you guys a great evening. God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Um, same time, same place on Red State Talk Radio. God bless everyone.